lot uh, of meaningful society in Indonesia. But uh, if we start with the sort of uh, standard uh, formation of it, is the association of life within a community society, uh, which basically positions it as those institutions between household or individuals and the state, which are not business. Uh, then uh, you, uh, I think you see that there is quite a large, in Kenya has always had a fairly uh, uh, well sort of fully developed civil society uh, because that puts in professional societies there, right? Uh, it puts uh, labor movement there, uh, it puts Mandela uh, Yawanawake in there, um, those sort of things. Um, even business associations to some extent, to right. the extent that they, they come together as uh, to pursue sort of common interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, it was significant enough. And then ours is, of course, complicated by another uh, animal, which we call self-help. Right. Yeah. Uh, which has now sort of very grassroots uh, community life type things. Right. Um, and they're significant because... Uh, uh, in the one party era, it was, I think, um, significant enough for the state to want to suppress it mm-hmm. and to co-opt uh, those ones which could potent uh, challenges to, to the one party sort of uh, state regime. The mind the lawyer or now again, the labor movement and that kind of thing. Uh, of course, because they had actually developed uh, quite a, a lot of them in the decolonization. So they were quite sort of politically uh, instrumental. Right. So once the state was uh, done with the elite, the political class, I mean, let's not call it the state. Once the political class that ruled that ruled on those institutions now occupied the state, they did not want the ones that uh, were left outside participate <laughs> <laughs> too much to 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 to, to hold them to account uh, too much. And uh, you got, uh, they became sort of like uh, rival elites. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think the importance, uh, you still see the same sort of forces, uh, societal forces, are the ones who uh, are the vanguard of, uh, of, of the, what we call the second liberation, the, the multi party, the transition to multi party, and uh, the, again now the clamor for and the, the societal pressure for political change. Right. Um, but- was there always, and is there in your mind, um, um, a line between the state and civil society? Is civil society always outside of the state? Yeah, because uh, let's take an uh, example. If you look at uh, the state tried to accord many uh, civil society, they, that, like, those, those sort of uh, formal civil society positions, such as like, like unions, mm-hmm. it, it canoe, uh, co-opted uh, Kotu, and Mandela Yawanaki formally, right. they become um, organs of the party to try to bring them to one party state. But uh, others remain outside. If I will give an example. If you look at the women's, uh, when the Kanu co-opted Mandela, but um, the National Association of Women or something was uh, like that, remained outside. In fact, at that point, I recall, that's where Wangari Matai came from. Right. She was once chair of the, she was one of the chair of the National Women's Association of Kenya or something like that at some point. And that's why she started her uh, okay. environmental grassroots women sort of activism dealing with uh, not even activism, like they just responding to the environmental pressure affecting women in the rural areas as a development in the 
you saw those ones, then move into the uh, uh, the political, right? The yeah. political realm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the um, kind of where this is headed um, uh, uh, in terms of my questioning is if civil society always is outside the state, um, what are we to make of this movement of civil society people into the realm of the state? So, um, and, and I think lots of people might or would look at it as something that um, probably happened at least in large scale um, starting with 2003, although obviously before you had that. I think the problem there is a thing you have called civil society people. They are not civil society people. <laughs> Uh, and I think that, that's where the misnomer is. Mm-hmm. In the 90s, they, they emerged uh, some people who are more or less might be described as the, an intelligentsia. Right. Which became conflicted with civil society. Mm-hmm. Because they, uh, as civil society, as I said even before, mm-hmm. was, as the association, that's where people organized. Right. So that's where, even if it's an agitated for for multi-party, yeah. that's where you would find them uh, organizing the platforms, right. become the platforms. Civil society is, is organizations associated with platforms. Mm-hmm. So in the early 90s, I never make a transition to multi-party, besides the politicians. Mm-hmm. You had prominent tribunalists, right. like uh, Akumu and others, uh, who then sort of whatever. So, this intelligence here that has appropriated the label as Kenya civil society, that's a misnomer. They are right. not Kenya civil society. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are an intelligence here which became also um, founded what you might call uh, governance NGOs, human right. rights mm-hmm. NGOs, mostly donor funded. Mm-hmm. Again, those are not civil society organizations. Although that's what we call <laughs> right? Because they are not part of the association alike. Uh-huh. But if, if if you were to think in the, I mean, through the nineties, and you, you you were there, so you uh, you know probably much better than I do. Um, uh, that uh, as you said, they became conflated with the idea of civil it's society. It's not them. It's right. society which does that mm-hmm. calls them civil society. Right. Uh, but that's the people who call them civil society. The ones who are using the label. Mm-hmm. And then causing themselves all sorts of confusion. Right. When a, a, a section of an intelligentsia, progressive intelligentsia, mm-hmm. uh, engages in uh, politics, mm-hmm. in trying to political reform, trying right. to like, an agenda for political reform, uh, join politicians mm-hmm. and support you know politicians uh, in the agenda for political reform, and in the process. Once the change starts happening, many of them transition to politics. Right. But you are then associating civil society with individuals. Mm-hmm. And they were not, they were not, they are not trade unions. They are not professional societies. They, they used, the voice. a lot of lawyers used LSK mm-hmm. as a platform. Right. But LSK did not go anywhere. Mm-hmm. The Muitas went into politics. Mm-hmm. were chairman of LSK, Willy Mutunga. Uh, moved on to whatever and went to the judiciary. Right. Uh, the, uh, but LSK has never ceased to be twenty. Sometimes it would be put under pressure mm-hmm. and, and co-opted. Uh, pressure to come. In fact, LSK has two factions. Right. Mm-hmm. It has what you might call progressive and the 
all before mm-hmm. and has the conservative lawyers who, right. who want to do business mm-hmm. and, and they are always fighting each other. Right. Uh, and that's the way civil society is. The, the evolution of life reflect, reflects the kind of society. Yeah, but I think, well, maybe uh, I should put this another way. Um, in, in, in this fight for the second liberation, um, there was perceived to be that there were, I guess, a group of, a group of, a group of people who we call civil society, mm-hmm. um, uh, who seemed to be more interested in reforming the state rather than in themselves taking, uh, taking it over. So kind of the idea was that you would have a way of doing things and we are more concerned with the means rather than but taking you, you over have, the you state. You have gone into the rabbit hole of personalizing. Mm-hmm. So you are personalizing right. individuals. That those uh-huh. individuals became civil society. Yes, but they Once, were perceived as yes, that. Yes, but the perception right. is wrong. Is wrong. They, those are they were part of the intelligentsia. Meaning, if you look at them, they came from academia. Right. Uh, they, some of them came from legal profession, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. Uh, I don't. I think they were. I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were political. At that time, they were really in the heart of political activists. Right. Okay. Some of them, we formed political parties of our own. Right. Mm-hmm. We formed SDP mm-hmm. after the fallout of Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people made personal choices either to go into politics mm-hmm. uh, or to whatever. But the idea that there was a bunch of individuals mm-hmm. who would form something called a political civil society. Mm-hmm. And would then act only impartially as a watchdog is a misnomer. That's, right. a, that's a wrong. That that's a problem. That that's what is wrong. Mm. So questioning why, why did civil society go into government? Civil society did not go into government. Right. Individuals, individuals went. went into government, and that's what they set out to do. Right. Um. But in terms of um. Uh, oh, they went into politics, rather. Right. Um, the watchdog role that was uh, being done by civil society, I mean, seems to me that um, uh, after these prominent individuals went into government, that it was kind of either weakened or wasn't as firm um, as it would be. Would that be an accurate No, thing? it isn't, mm-hmm. because some of them formed institutions. Mm-hmm. That are still active. I found I we we founded the idea. Right. Uh, it's still there. Mm-hmm. It plays its its role. We did it first. Uh, in fact, the IEA uh, began life as a project to do a manifesto for the opposition, mm-hmm. and we did that. Something which was called post-election action program. Right. And then the opposition fell apart. Mm-hmm. Then they became uh, the the pro-democracy fall. Actually, right. a manifesto for fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the opposition then fall fell apart. But then we had an opposition in parliament. Then we said we needed a think tank to support the opposition in parliament, and that's how the idea came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we always saw it as now using the political space mm-hmm. to establish a kind of society institution that right. didn't exist before, mm-hmm. which is more of independent policy mm-hmm. think tank. That it was the first one. Right. Pure independent economic policy think tank. Mm-hmm. And we set it up as a membership organization right. so that it could be a legitimate uh, civil society institution rather than uh, an INGO, mm-hmm. <laughs> a personal NGO. Right. And it still is a membership association. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, so the 
the HRC, the who formed the Human Rights Organizations. Right. There are many of them who for many many women's sort of like organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, there were already some nascent ones right. before. Like uh, I think the real original you can call uh, see what position in that space mm-hmm. is uh, Mazingira Institute, right? Uh, which had started even before the multi party in that space of uh, urban environment type things, mm-hmm. and those 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 organizations are still there. The right. people founded them are still activists. The Mulambai company, right? Um, so is it that you you don't see like um, in terms of um, the narrative that civil society was co-opted? I am not preoccupied with a few individuals, right? But but you wouldn't buy into the narrative that civil society was co-opted by the state. No, okay. uh, there are some individuals, uh, individual um, members of the intelligentsia mm-hmm. that chose right. to transition to politics, mm-hmm. and that's absolutely correct. Right. However, it's a good thing. Because is it a good thing? Of course, I mean, I was there. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who strengthen parliament. If I can young young lad and go to parliament, uh, when we were doing a year, people, it's because people like a young young had gone into parliament and they now needed support mm-hmm. from outside. So it was a partnership. Right. And in fact, the IEA is what gave birth to the parliamentary strengthening program that uh, was finally sort of uh, farmed out. From us, the uh, USA to right. Sunni, mm-hmm. and uh, all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. And I spent most of the 90s with those people strengthening parliament. Right. Um, it, and we did many things. Right. The other thing is, once those are the same people who became the engine of constitutional reform. Right. So, again, if we did have in them in parliament, they were the intellectual leadership of constitutional reform. Right. Uh, so, some people had to go into politics. To oh, wasn't the idea? I mean, uh, uh, the intellectual leadership provided from outside that provided. No, no, no. Like, it, it has to. You need to have. You need to. You can't. You can't pass laws from outside. Mm. Yeah, but you can sort of set up the you agendas. Cannot, you, you can cannot, do the manifestos. No, no, it, sort of no, 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 no. Parliament is a sort of uh, independent body mm. in its own right. Right. Uh, so when it comes to the brass tacks, if you don't have people. Who can actually lead the legislative agenda? Mm-hmm. You can do all the things you want outside of the normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I guess uh, uh, one question I'd have is, what happens when civil society is then seen simply as a stepping stone into politics? Is it, um, that is absolutely is that a problem. That is absolutely as it should be, mm-hmm. because that's where leadership develops. I see those type of organizations partly part of their role. Is leadership is that's why you develop leadership, political leadership development habits. Mm-hmm. Even in the US, uh, people are people like Obama came through. Not even just Obama. I mean, the humdrum. If you go to to even the states, uh, many of the people there's a very strong interface between like even Congress, state congressmen, mm-hmm. and and little think tanks. Uh, some outside, some inside the uh, mm-hmm. universities. Uh, so it's there is um, what do you call an ecosystem right. these days. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the ecosystem of politics. Right. Um, it's part of the ecosystem of political development. Yeah, but if if you look then at uh, the people who left society and went into um, a government, they never left civil society. Civil society is not a tribe. <laughs> right. 
the, the, the idea that some people are permanently fixed. Right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's flaw. Yeah, but if if the institutions if, exist. Yeah, but if you say the space exists, right. I'll, I'll rather discuss, uh, not personalize, mm-hmm. and ask what's happening to the space, mm-hmm. not what's happening to individuals. I don't. Well, it's, it's not really individual. I think. I think uh, uh, they're coming to the space, and they're talking about the space because the the uh, there's a function that that space um, uh, uh, occupies, and uh, as you said, developing leadership and all of that. Um, what I'm wondering is when it is perceived to be close to the state, it is supposed to let's say be a watchdog of. Isn't that? It's not a watchdog. See what's society. Again, we are back to this small intelligentsia forming mm-hmm. governance and views. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Civil society is predominantly interest groups. Right. An interest group decide. The the these in if you go to advanced democracies, mm-hmm. uh, the unions uh, align to the left, to the left of center parties. Right. Business association align to the right of center parties. So I uh, uh-huh. I don't see what the issue is. There. Right. That's, so for you, that's something that right. that's part of the ecosystem of politics. Right. So if you are an if you are a green environmental type, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at the you, you in Germany, uh, you have a, a, an environmental movement emerging, mm-hmm. and then environment and climate change and some, the, the issues become it becomes sort of a single genome. But then, the climate and environment become such a big issue, they transform into a political party. Mm-hmm. Same people. Right. So, the Green Party is a, 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 a transformation of civil society into a political party mm-hmm. because their issue has become very mainstream. Right. Uh, so, uh, this idea of, uh, in that space, right. that's political space. Mm-hmm. So people who are playing in that space have to be prepared sometimes to go into politics, right? To pursue their agenda. So this idea of uh, of 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 of, of uh, sort of uh, some some oh, some sieges some... <laughs> uh, standing above politics, right? That's ridiculous. Okay. Um, given that, then what would you say about the the space as it is today? Um, uh, and if you were to compare it with the past. Does it continue the same way? Has has there been any fundamental changes? Yeah, in, you see, again, it's a question of history. Mm-hmm. In, in that time, during the the Moi, the the, the, the last mm-hmm. ten years of Kanu and uh, single party, uh, the relationship between um, what you're calling the progressive issue, mm-hmm. because there wasn't a civil society which was pro Kanu, yeah. And for one party, and that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, was largely an asylum, right? Because they were fighting for for increased change. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, when they, we they partnered with, finally, sort of never got into whatever with, with Kibaki and the, the, the United Opposition thing. Everybody got in there. Uh, it became more uh, of a of of of. If you have a progressive, what you think is a progressive uh, government, then you have to go in there and become more of a partnership to, to do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, do new constitution, do all the reforms, do uh, socio-economic uh, things. Um, so it became more engagement. 
right. than the adversary. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, at some point, then you go into the, the politicians, then you get counter reform, mm -hmm. and then some people go out, some people stay in, people then make choices. Right. Uh, one of the things which just complicates life for Kenya, particularly for when you then are too preoccupied with the individuals, mm -hmm. is that um, we have two, two factors that uh, sometimes conflict people. Right. One of which is ethnicity, uh, and the other one is personal loyalty. Mm -hmm. I, I do not think personal loyalty is ever significant. I view mm -hmm. ethnicity was uh, very significant. It's only now I'm beginning to see that personal loyalties are also quite significant. In, in what sense? What do you mean? Well, I didn't know that there were some people who were in similar, who had become very loyal to Raila. Right. To the extent that even when he's abutting the constitution, they, they can't, they're unable to stand up. Right. Yeah, they become completely conflicted. Mm -hmm. uh, that I didn't expect. Um. But if, if, if you take it in terms of interests, uh, our society as a collection of interest groups, then are they doing the same thing? No, I'm saying mm -hmm. the two things which conflict people, and I'm going back to what happened, right. the thing we're talking about, is you, you, you have a sort of principled engagement with NAC. Right. But when NAC begins to fall out, mm -hmm. people are then conflicted because some of them now are the Kikuyus. Mm -hmm. I want to back uh, uh, Kibaki, Kibaki. Right. and uh, then you see also, so you be, I'm saying, what was before a united principled engagement mm -hmm. now begins to fracture on ethnic, on ethnic right. lines. So I think that's one of the mm -hmm. things that uh, I'm saying. Right. Of that intelligence, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's, <coughs> you should then have expected people to group and say the politicians are not uh, keeping to their word. Right. And but you saw divisions. Mm -hmm. uh, reading up to 2017, 2007. Right. Then you saw people who had been together as progressive mm -hmm. intelligentsia now on different sides of the 2007 right. conflict. That's what I mean. Oh uh, yeah. So we are talking about the intelligentsia, not civil society, as you had. Uh, no, no. What happens so we are then? Distinguishing. No, no, no. They, it becomes then very those loyalties. Mm -hmm become uh, very important mm -hmm. uh, because when the 2007 uh, crisis happened, those privileges mm -hmm. are the, they undermine, for example, the domestic observation, electoral observation. Right. It's not able to speak with one voice. One voice right. And in fact, some people take sides with the, with the, with the, with the what about it? The people who subverted mm -hmm. the election, right, and they actually even destroyed evidence. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so but these people again, um, I, I'm just trying to be clear uh, mm -hmm. about uh, uh, what we're talking about, so that these people, you you you've made the distinction between them and the organizations or the space. Uh, no, this time around, uh -huh. forget the individuals. Right, you have a body of civil society organizations. Mm -hmm come together to form a domestic election observation. Right. Mm -hmm. Now that's an, that's associational life. Right. That's no longer individual. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Right. Because they are doing a very civil society mm -hmm. activity. Right. So now when those ones now become partisan 
in an elect in a contested elect mm-hmm. in a disputed election right those differences are now uh filtering in uh, into now civil society right. but even as individuals you became politicians mm-hmm. like madakarua right and you and you are defending your side mm-hmm. and then another one is with raila mm-hmm. and you are fighting in kic right that that's different right so now this uh, association or uh, um the perception i would say within society is that this association or coming together to whether it's election monitoring or it's fighting for political freedoms etc is in there an expectation that it would be it would retain uh, a character of being outside the state that, that one sure mm-hmm. uh, and, and so when you have people moving across doesn't that kind of damage no, that perception no when you move you leave mm-hmm. you keep people people are not fixed in right. in places like the corporate right i once i leave mm-hmm. human rights body mm-hmm. and i run for office right and i become an mp i have no business in the human rights body now right but i could be in parliament to push a human rights agenda right and i can be asked i can ask the human rights uh fraternity mm-hmm. to support me right with to draft legislation mm-hmm. to do all sorts of things if i become a, a minister mm-hmm. uh, and i am still committed to human rights mm-hmm. uh, we can partner in trying to reform the prisons right and make them more human rights that's mm-hmm. the way it should work right but you, you would always be separate would be a no, partnership no no it's a partnership yeah but it's, i mean if it's a partnership no, then you're not part no, of it's not separate I you mean, can actually you can they can actually in other countries they sponsor people right they will sponsor you right but once you go in are you still part of them or? yes you can be there openly to pursue a particular agenda right yeah so um if i was to ask you do you consider yourself still part of a civil society organization or space i, I have never been part of civil society uh-huh. i i i'm beginning to realize i've been labeled as part of that type okay? right. and i have never considered myself part of it right uh i have engaged and supported and uh, but it's a very small part of my life mm-hmm. why i think i have now recognized that people think it amazing it's a huge part of my life it is right i spend 85% of my time doing other things right um i consider myself a scholar intellectual mm-hmm. and civil society engagement is part of what i do right media is part of what i do mm-hmm. writing open teaching is part of what i do right. consulting is how i am my living so i have never really sort of i i i, I sometimes make a decision to get involved in politics directly mm-hmm. as an individual right i have never asked anybody to join me right um so i don't know why is that uh, i am hearing this more right. and more people saying that i was one of them I was never one of them. Right. I have personal friends. Mm-hmm. But you can put it on record to tell them I was never one of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Um uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is um uh taking the example of what you said about the election monitoring uh thing and people coming together or organizations coming together mm-hmm. and then getting split by the politics. Um is that happening today? Do you think I think you mentioned uh, I don't know I, I don't know whether the organizations are coming together mm-hmm. uh for any purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh I know that uh, 
2017, when I was involved directly in the mm-hmm. electoral conflict, mm-hmm. and I kept engaged, and the civil society were organized, mm-hmm. and they were trying to intervene in the conflict or to see what they can do. And I kept asking them, why? It's none of their business. What do you mean it's none of their Why is it none of their business? Because it was a political conflict between two political parties, mm-hmm. and they wanted to mediate and do all manner of things. And in the end, they couldn't get their act together. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get their act together because they were partisans, mm-hmm. both sides, and they right. were trying to come together. Yet, and, and find a common position. And I told them, it's not your business. Mm-hmm. This is our business with Jubilee. Right. You really should get on with your lives. <laughs> well, I mean, they, so, so the they, problem they've is got that, a stake in... in, in yeah, either, you are a, either you are a citizen, mm-hmm. concerned citizen, mm-hmm. uh, trying to... So, if you want to form a citizen's lobby group mm-hmm. to try and resolve conflict and that kind of thing, uh, you can do that as political as a political activity of citizens, right? But what they were trying to do as an organized uh, group, right, so that they, they were trying to organize so that they can ha- they can claim a place at the table, right? And I told them point blank, we're not going to be one. Mm-hmm. You have no local standby to be at the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, by by virtue of being civil society, right? <laughs> But as civil society, I mean, I would assume they are media or what they are looking we're at. We're not is, looking for mediators. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what they are looking at is ensuring that there's a level playing field. So no, politicians the election can, happened. Well, the election was disputed, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the point is, and the election was, was disputed. The, the, how how no, the election was carried no, out? No, no, no. That, that's no longer the issue. We mm-hmm. we were going to court. We went to the Supreme Court. We got a ruling. Gave a ruling. The government refused to, uh, the Jubilee refused to honor the commitment for the second election. We boycotted, we started a civil disobedience campaign. So I think this is, this is none of civil society's business. Mm-hmm. This is policy. Right. We are going to do, uh, prosecute our politics the best way we know how. So that's what I'm saying. You, uh-huh. you see, it, but it's more of a crisis, it, it's, a, it's more of a crisis of, of people. Uh, um, of 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 people uh, being conflicted by their multiple identities. <laughs> uh right. But uh, I'm I'm still not clear because again, if uh, assuming we're it's it's all about the politics. The politics is run on a platform that um, uh, um that, that 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 presumes um things like rights are respected can speak etc and i would assume that uh, platform is what the society is trying to ensure no no, no, no that's not what they're trying to do mm-hmm. they're trying to be part yeah, of the but, conflict right so but they sh- would you accept that they should be more engaged they were, about, but I, I was telling them that that's precisely what they should be doing mm-hmm. but, but not wanting to come and make it between jubilee and nasda right yeah so now that was they were there, they were saying that's mission creep. You are you're you're going off your your, your whatever. Right. You have you're not part of the conflict. You're not looking for mediators. Mm-hmm. Uh what you should be doing is uh, providing as you know, is putting if for instance put, they were not they did not want to put pressure mm-hmm. on Jubilee mm-hmm. to respect the the ruling. The rule of law. Mm-hmm. But they want to bring us together 
uh, to compromise. Right. That's what I'm saying.